Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by thecontractvault.com. With over 80 contracts and counting, The Contract Vault is your all-access pass to industry-specific contract templates. These contracts are drafted specifically for online business owners. I've been there. I have Googled different contracts, but I was let down because those contracts aren't reliable for online business owners. They're used for manufacturing purposes and brick and mortar purposes. You're an online business owner. You need specific contracts to your online business. So that's exactly what the contract vault has done. Not only do they provide you with the contract templates you can use, but there's also a Facebook group where Andrea goes live every single month teaching you the law. So you're not only just getting the contracts, you're learning the law and being empowered to stay out of legal trouble because you know what the law is. That's what happens with most business owners. They don't get in trouble because they mean to do something that gets them in trouble. They just don't know what the law is. So with a contract vault, it's essentially your business legal school. And as being a loyal listener of the Legalpreneur podcast, just use promo code podcast and save 50% off of your first month. I'm excited about this. I hope you're excited because you're saving 50% off your first month and you get the contracts and you get the Facebook group. All right, go sign up thecontractvault.com. Use promo code podcast. What's happening? Happy Tuesday. I hope everybody is off to a wonderful week. I have a great episode planned for you today. This is going to be about non-compete agreements. This is something that I get asked about all the time, whether it's, hey, can you draft me a non-compete agreement? Or is this enforceable? Can I do this? What is the truth about non-compete agreements? There, (laughs) and and there's good reason why nobody really knows, because this is something that varies widely from state to state. So, A lot of times the law that I practice is federal law. So trademarks, it's federal law. So that means there's one law for the entire United States, as long as you qualify for federal protection. Now, the end, of course, there are a little, some nuances from state to state, but for the most part, trademark law is uniform across the country. Now, something on the completely different end of the spectrum is non-compete agreements. These vary so much from state to state. It's crazy how much they vary from state to state, but I mean, for good reason. And I'm going to get into it a little bit here today. So first of all, what is a non-compete agreement? Well, it's kind of just exactly how it sounds. When you're hiring an employee, you may want them to sign a document that says you will not leave and go compete, which means go work for a competitor or somebody in the same industry doing the same thing. Now, you will want to make sure that they're an actual employee. Sometimes, and this varies state to state as well, is independent contractors. Can independent contractors be bound by a non-compete as well? 
Typically, yes, but it'll also follow the same rules as an employee. So you can have a contractor sign a non-compete. However, will that contractor sign a non-compete? Hopefully not. If you're a freelancer or if you are a contractor, my advice to you is to not sign a non-compete. So keep that in mind. Now, what can be in a non-compete? Now, again, this is going to vary widely by state. However, most of the time, the states that do enforce them, they the main thing is reasonable. So it has to be reasonable. And there's a few things that have to be reasonable. Now, it has to be reasonable in scope. So let's say you have a clothing boutique and you want somebody to sign a non-compete that says you can't work for any other clothing boutique in the United States for the rest of your life. Not enforceable. There's no state anywhere that will enforce that non-compete. And the reason that non-competes are very hard to enforce and even draw up is because the courts don't favor a non-compete agreement because they a non-compete essentially is restricting an individual's right to work. And they can't, if they're bound by this non-compete agreement, they are limited by their income. But but at the same time, it's understandable. Uh, Let's say you own a a manufacturing company or you know what? No, let's say you do own a clothing boutique and you have very successful clothing boutique and you hire a manager. You hire a manager and you train them and teach them everything they know to run your business, run your company. Now, depending on where you are, what state you're in, it would be probably be reasonable to have a non-compete agreement that says you can't go work for another clothing boutique or retail company for a period of two years within, I don't know, a 50 mile radius. Some states would enforce that. So it has to be reasonable in time. So time varies by state, but definitely no more than two years. I don't think any state enforces anything longer than two years. Some are shorter. So time, location, you definitely have to limit it to a certain number of miles. Some states are, say, 10 miles, 20 miles, 50 miles. I don't think 100 miles would be enforceable. Definitely not across the state, not across the United States. That is not something that would be enforceable in a non-compete agreement. So we have time, location, and then industry. So if they have, if you have a clothing boutique and you've trained this manager and basically they want to go and work in an entirely new industry, let's say they want to work for a manufacturing company. Well, you may not be able to enforce that non-compete agreement because it's in a different industry. So the whole point of a non-compete is to make sure they're not competing with you. Well, presumably a manufacturing company is not competing with you, a retail company, a clothing boutique. So probably not enforceable. So we know that it has to be reasonable in time, location, and scope slash industry. Now, you have to make sure you check your state for what is enforceable because every state varies. And the three states that I know of that absolutely will not enforce a non-compete agreement is California. Don't even try. Don't even think about 
trying to enforce a non-compete there. Same with North Dakota and Oklahoma. Those states will not even consider a non-compete agreement. So if you're in those states, don't even try to enforce a non-compete agreement. But can you still have somebody sign a non-compete? Well, I don't think states would punish you for having somebody sign one, but if you try to enforce it and sue, they'll laugh you out of court. So keep that in mind because I get people all the time like, okay, well, can I still have them sign this? And it's like, well, as your attorney, I have to tell you this isn't enforceable, but it may be in somebody's stuck in somebody's mindset like, oh, I can't do this because I signed this agreement. And until they're told that's not accurate, then they may withhold from competing with you anyway. So that's just a little tidbit, a little tidbit there. (laughs) Now, other ways that states enforce non-compete agreements, I know um, I can't think of the state off the top of my head, but some states have an income requirement. So if you make less than $100,000, they're not going to enforce a non-compete agreement. Some states require you to hold a managerial position. That and which makes sense because if you're, you know, entry level person, they're not going to want to limit you to how you can work and where you can work. So definitely keep all of these things in mind. Always check your state law before trying to enforce a non-compete or getting an employee to sign a non-compete because you want to make sure that it is something that can be enforced because you never know what's going to happen. One of my favorite phrases is you never know what's going to happen. So always make sure that you know what your state law is, your local law. That way you are prepared for what may happen down the line. Now, I have a couple of clients lately who have had employees that have breached their non-compete. Unfortunately, their non-compete isn't really enforceable. However, they also have other provisions that have been put in place that may allow them to still stop that employee from essentially stealing their information and competing with them. So an alternative to a non-compete agreement, which I'm not going to get into too many details about these alternatives, but just know that these alternatives may be available to you. And that is having a confidentiality agreement. If they have to keep it confidential, then essentially they can't go to another business and disclose all that information. Now, how are you going to prove it that they didn't keep it confidential? That may be hard to prove, but if you're, you know, if it's somebody who has a pretty significant salary and you have a significant business, multiple millions, then it may be worth looking into to enforce it. So another alternative besides a confidentiality agreement is having a trade secret agreement between the employee. That's another big, which essentially is a confidentiality agreement, just a few little nuances, a few different laws there. So yeah, there are definitely alternatives to a non-compete agreement. So if you're in California, if you're in North Dakota, if you're in Oklahoma, or if you're in a state that has very strict non-compete agreements, well then you may want to consider an alternative. Again, always look at your own state law. All right, so that's what I have for non-compete agreements. Don't hesitate to reach out if you have questions. Feel free to email me, andrea at andreasager.com, and I will see you guys next week. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner. 
and it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.